Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. As someone who's been the only woman in many of the industries I've been part of, I often think back at why this was appealing to me. Sometimes I simply scratch my head and have no answer, and other times I know it was more than the position or industry that brought me into it. To me, it was all about the culture. When I speak or train or I'm asked to help a company bring more women into the business, I go back and see if their invitation to invite women is in the message that they're sharing. When I started out in my sales career, I was not hired for my intellect or my sales ability. I was going to be the face of the company. I would always have an expert with me. Basically, I had to show up dressed in a skirt, and just show up. There was nothing more than that. The culture was not female-centric, the language used was not female-centric, and the industry? Well, roofing certainly was not. And yet I was hired, I was successful, but didn't make this my career. I simply did, it was a check mark in the female column, plain and simple. The culture was not gonna change, and I had to make the decision that it wasn't right for me. Now flash forward years later when I entered a different industry, insurance. Again, the only female among the sea of men. I asked a ton of questions and I was dubbed the question queen and was told I was such a girl, had to be friends with everyone, took too long on appointments. Translation, I was building relationships and never had to cold call again. I created a business back on 1990s based on 100% referrals. As my production grew, so did their interest in me and I was promoted to my new role, agency manager. Now I had the ability to create an environment that was welcoming to women. Think about it. 
If women are known for their relationship building quality, and insurance is one of the biggest relationship-driven industries, wouldn't it make sense to reach out to this demographic? Why was one plus one not equaling two? It seems I did a lot of head-scratching first on in my career. It was time for a change, and I was going to do just that, whether I was liked or not, popular or not, heard or not. So here's how I created a culture that was inviting to women. If they were the right candidate, just because a woman shows up, you want them to do more than check that box, as I did in my first sales position. But this holds true whether you're adding to your team, your business, or your company. So first, you have to know who you're looking for. Yes, you can say women, and yes, you're eliminating 50% of the population, but who is that woman? What's her demographics? Why are you looking for her? What are some of the qualities she may have that you're looking for? Whether I'm doing executive coaching or training for companies, this is one of the first things I do with them. Who is your perfect person? It's amazing how when you do a little homework or preparation, you'll be able to see who they are. Second, where are you looking for them? You have to be ready both online and offline. There's job fairs, networking events, relationships you've built, and of course, the internet and social media. You're able to create ads that speak directly to your perfect person. You're able to work with the professionals that can point you to that perfect person and have way more ways of attracting, connecting, and targeting exactly who your company or your business is looking for. You can build relationships online before you ever have to let people that you know or that you're looking. And trust me, having an amazing candidate in the wrong environment can be a nightmare and many times a waste of talent. Plus, we all know how quickly word travels, and if it's not good, the last word you want to hear attached to that experience is viral. Third, now that there's an initial attraction, the butterfly's in the stomach, what are you doing that's telling her to take the next step? Enter the detective stage. This is where women become detectives. They've got the interest, and now the question is, are you going to disappoint her or continue with the process? Are you showing her things that are of interest of her, such as your corporate or your business homepage? This should go beyond merely posting a job and describing what you do. Your about page should also reflect your culture. For example, how about using some quotes from your female employees or team members about their experience with coworkers, be a mentor or a protege or something about the experience in the company? Second, is there anyone like her being featured? Maybe it's a woman in a position that she may be looking for in the future. Or maybe it's a new shining star. Are there articles that would capture her attention? Can you get her to stay on the page more than three seconds because you missed the mark? Third, will she fit into the culture or is she going to be the square peg in the round hole? Is there anyone who looks like her or someone she can relate to? Will she have to take the role of the trailblazer and does she even want to do that? And finally, what matters to you doesn't necessarily matter to her, at least not in the same way and not yet. Instead of describing the career path, explain how it will fit into her life. Will it allow her to grow professionally and still have a personal life? And don't just talk about how your management team's accomplishments in a vacuum. Instead, explain how their success will help drive her success. As Brian Chesky of Airbnb said, a company's culture is the foundation for future innovation. An entrepreneur's job is to build that foundation. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. But when we come back, you're going to hear from my very special guest who will share her thoughts about the importance of culture. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we will be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. 
Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense glass half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. Uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Now, my very special guest, I am so excited, Ms. Uni Yost. She's a serial entrepreneur in technology, consulting, and business for over 20 years. She's led and managed multiple businesses that focus on creating new products and services in multiple industries such as insurance, finance, healthcare, real estate, banking, mortgages, and more. Uni is a CEO and founder of GoSJ, a leading innovative insurance and financial marketplace platform. That would be InsurTech and FinTech. That's in a $4 trillion insurance industry with a vision for global growth. She is leading a majority women executive leadership team to grow the company in the U.S. and beyond to a multi-billion dollar company within five years. So welcome to the show, Uni. I am so excited to have you here. Hi, Judy. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited. Yay. Okay, so the discussion of the day is culture. When you hear that, what does that make you think of? I think of that as it needs more diversity. It needs change. It needs some innovation. Um, It's all about bringing the right people. You know, whenever you hear the word right people, what does that, you know, also mean as well? To me, culture is about being surrounding yourself with amazing people that are happy and we're all in the same page. Okay. So do you think that you can get a group of people that are not aligned and be successful? I believe, I don't think so. I've tried that for many years in different, you know, industry and market, and I've seen it myself. And it really does not work well. It's not because you want people to be the same color or same, you know, gender. It doesn't have anything to do with that. I think it just has to do with the EQ component. You know, not only the IQ, you know, is really important when it comes to their talents and skill set. I mean, that's always, you know, you know, the forefront. But on the second hand, it really has to do with their EQ. How do they relate, you know, not only to one another, it's a reflection of how they're going to relate that back to the customer. Because if you don't have that empathy, sympathy, and care, then how do you translate that into, you know, the feeling the same way about your customer? Okay. And that's always important because we talk about customer experience, but you have a very distinct criteria for the culture of GoSJ. So tell us what that looks like. Sure. Absolutely. 
I think one of the key components or the two key components that I look for are people who have a diverse background. They do not have to have an experience in insurance. But what I'm looking for, especially in our culture that we've been working to build is is a talent. You know, is that person have, you know, diverse experience and talent in many different verticals and many different, you know, layers of corporate experience, you know, or even as an entrepreneur experience. Because what that does, it gives that person a a wide, you know, range of personality that they can, they know how to deal with different levels. And then number two, the, you know, one of the biggest components for for me and also for the team is surround yourself with happy people. You know, the happiness is really innate. It's very hard to fake in reality, you know, and a lot of people have always come and asked me, you know, through all my years, even since high school, it's like, how can you be happy all the time? I'm like, I don't know how not to be, you know, it's just ingrained. You know, I smile at strangers, you know, walking into 7-Elevens, and it really makes their day, but it makes my day too, because that's how, you know, my personality is. And so we want that for our culture. We want that to, you know, that's one of the key reasons that it takes so long for us to find the right person to fit into the company. It's not, you know, based on my judgment, but, you know, it's really based on the team too, because they want to surround themselves with amazing, talented people that also fits well, you know, like a puzzle of what is that, that happiness that can, you know, that can be shared among, you know, rest of the team and vice versa. I think it's, it's the energy. It really is. Mm. Happiness is the energy that person has. And happiness is contagious. Oh, absolutely. And I love it. You know, love being around my team and, you know, the time when we're together, it just, it seemed like only been 10 minutes and we've been there for hours and mm-hmm. we just know how to, you know, not only, you know, put our, inter, you know, our intellect on to solve issues or challenges, but we're all doing it, you know, on our energy. And because of that, there's really no conflict because we're just sharing our thoughts and ideas and everybody's like, oh, let's continue this. I mean, it's, it's that whole openness, the energy, people are just kind to one another. And I think that's one of the, you know, components of the energy that comes from being happy. I agree. And I also think that sometimes when people are happy, other people look at them and think, are they for real? Are they like, could they possibly that be that happy? And it's true because a lot of people are so miserable that they don't understand what happiness actually even looks like. Oh, absolutely. And I've seen, you know, many, many corporate people, you know, talk about that too. And like I said, it's, it's kind of, it's very innate. And I mean, it's an internal factor that one possesses. And it's very hard to make someone who is not happy into a happy person very long. I mean, they mm-hmm. can do it for a very short time, but their real personality will start to come in. And I've said that to, you know, a group of people saying, hey, you know, we only hire happy people. And you could see in their face and they go, oh, because they knew right yeah. away that they didn't fit. They knew that, you know, you know, even though they would love to join Go Ask Jay and be part of, you know, the team and the culture, 
they know that just on that one factor, they had all the other credentials, but just on that one factor of happy person, meaning they exude kindness, exude energy, and made that, you know, this strange, you know, array of sunshine that they don't know how to stop, you know, Mm -hmm. is showing to others. And it's innate. And so they know they don't have it. And so therefore, they just, you know, they know, oh, okay, I cannot, you know, they can't go forward, right? And they would be exhausted trying to do this. They would be exhausted trying to be happy when you're not happy. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and there's, you know, when you have a, you know, room full of people very similar to you, you know, in that factor, and you're the opposite, it's going to be very painful, you know, Mm -hmm. for them to sit through all these happy people wondering, how do I get that? But then that's something that you can't really, you can't create that. I mean, so it's like I said, it's a genetic, for me, it's, I look at it as more of a genetic factor. And I've met so many people that's very much like us. And you know, right away. Yeah. The minute that you meet someone, you know, right away, they have the same kind of magnetism and the energy that is so similar to the culture that, you know, of people that we want to bring in. And because of that, they're automatically attracted to us. Absolutely. Okay. So talk to us about Go SJ. We know it's disrupting major industries. So tell us how and tell us why. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Insurance is a over $4 trillion industry globally. It affects every person who walks on this planet. It is a, we need it to not only to protect us, but also it is a tool that make our life so much easier. I mean, it's so innate in our society from a global standpoint. And it is one of the largest next to financial in the world. And there's very few women, not only in the technology side, that wants to take on as being a startup of a technology company. Then you add in two largest industry where there's very little women coming from a from this standpoint. And it is a challenge. And, you know, our motto always had been, why not? You know, why does it always have to be someone else? Why can't it be this person who's standing, you know, or on this show or, you know, on this show that says, why not me? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but Goashe is a very innovative way to work with insurance and financial products. You know, we believe that products serves us to better our lives instead of we are just chasing, you know, the product. And that's what the market has been for, oh my gosh, like for a hundred years, you know, or more. And it's all about pushing products and you see it, commercials everywhere from Geico to Progressives to everyone else, you know, everyone's pushing, pushing, pushing for products and people really don't understand how these things work. They know they have to have it, you know, it's required to have it, but they're like, how does, how does this thing better my life? It's so siloed, you know, why do I have to talk to 10 different professionals to get the products that I need? So. What we've done was, why not look at our lifestyle first and then fit the product into our lifestyle? It's a totally different idea. And 
lot of people, we've been testing it out with a lot of markets and they're like, that makes sense. You know, they never get to know me first. Instead, they're just trying to sell me products. So what if we made a totally different way of looking at it is why don't we have these products make our life easier, make it convenient and improve where we want to, you know, where we want to go. Okay. So as a woman in technology and you're teaming that up with also being a woman in insurance, do you face any challenges when you're trying to push this out? Because again, we're talking about industries that are old and definitely not female centric. Oh, yes. Actually, I mean, I had to deal with that, you know, when I had my insurance agency, spent eight years of really understanding the industry and how archaic it is. And at the same time, you know, they're trying to be innovative, but it's moving at a turtle's pace. Using technology to disrupt, to make changes, actually, it was really timing. So many people are trying to make insurance a little bit easier using the technology to not only purchase, to quote, to interact, all these things that we're so used to, you know, having now. I mean, you know, mobile banking wasn't as fluid as, you know, it is now, you know, several years ago. And so the market has is shifting. Our view of how technology is making our life easier. And we want that same thing on the insurance and financial market space. And our expectation is actually is paving the way of all these archaic markets to make that shift. And as GoAshe being the forefront of beginning to bring all these products and services into one platform, into one marketplace where people don't even have to remember who their insurance companies are anymore. And, and they really don't anyway. But instead, they know that they no longer have to live in a void, you know, of who do they need to talk to. Instead, they just go ask Jay. And the answer is right there. You know, how do I, you know, learn about finance? How do I learn about insurance? How do, you, how do I know what product is right for me at my, you know, stage in life? That's the missing piece. I mean, we need to really get to know our customers more, get to know them and go, you know, hey, these are fantastic things that you need at this stage in life. Don't give me the same product that you're offering a 25-year-old, you know, when you're 45 and you have family and kids and you have a small business, you know, you drive an Uber. I mean, there's so many Factors go into everyone's personality, their lifestyle, you know, where they live. There's amazing things that they can gain by having the right product to make their life so much better and easier. And that's what GoAshe is. It's all about, you know, bringing the, you know, holistic solution of putting the customers first and offering them the best experience when dealing with insurance and financial that they have not seen before. So here we are. It takes a woman to make (laughs) this disruption. (laughs) So when you have your, your new customers going onto the platform, what do they say? Because insurance is not easy. So what do they say when they go onto the platform? I mean, is it something that you just go, here it is, and they answer some questions and it comes back and they 
figure it all out? You know, how easy is it? Well, we had a fantastic experience, even on the health insurance side. You know, I think we all have a you know, horrible experience every year dealing with health insurance and how cumbersome it is, how long it takes. I mean, even just going out to the exchange is difficult. Can you imagine how much more so when you have an employer group that's trying to sign up and, you know, offering these products, people don't even understand what it is. So we've done our test and we through our enrollments of employer groups and employees, they're so shocked. They're like, how, did, how is it possible that I could sign my company up for health insurance and it only took five minutes? And my employees, they're telling me it's taking them two minutes to sign up. So this is unheard of. So these are the innovative ways that GoSJ is changing the market, delivering fantastic experience to the customer, and at the same time, you know, really exceeding the expectation. And so we will continue to evolve and do that, especially coming in the first quarter of 2020, starting in January. Even our site is going to be redesigned into totally into a lifestyle. We really want to cultivate the relationship with our customers and making it so easy. They're like, where was this in my life? And that's what we want people to say. Just like, you know, we are doing the same thing with mobile banking. Okay, how did we ever bank without mobile banking? How did we ever live without Uber? How did we ever live without Amazon? And so we want to be very integrated into people for them to go, how did we ever live without GoSJ? So <laughs> that is our future uh, innovation that we'll be delivering. So, you know, it'll be coming soon your way. Okay, so you and I are both from insurance world, and we all know that we're used to either getting health coverage from an employer or purchasing it individually during open enrollment. So with GoSJ, there's no open enrollment. And if you get coverage from your employer and that relationship ends, you get to take it with you. So these are huge concepts in a very traditional industry. Oh, absolutely. Why is this so important and so critical for these changes to happen? I think the new trend, the whole work experience is really changing. Before, most everyone had a full-time employment. They knew that company would take care of them through pensions and, and retirements and so forth. When you have so many people are working three, four part-time jobs, which means they're not entitled to health insurance or benefits. So if you look at those numbers, and it's not shrinking, it's growing. So which means that more and more people are opting into or they're pushed into, you know, working as a independent consultant, you know, as a freelancer, you know, all these, you know, array of jobs and talents that they're putting together, which means they don't have the right health insurance. They don't get the benefits anymore. So go ask Jay, work to bring this amazing product where you no longer have to wait for the enrollment. You no longer have to worry about, wow, I just enrolled and I can't afford this anymore. So the pro- so Insuria, our healthcare insurance, allows it that you can move up or you could move down in terms of our plans that where you can afford. Our goal really is about to make everyone have access to health insurance, healthcare. I mean, to me, I think that's one of the number one cause right now in 
bankruptcies in America, and which is so sad. You know, this is the first world and we're struggling with this for our people. And so Insuring Health was created to help alleviate and help solve this problem where even if they can't afford the full benefits of insurance, now they can still get, have access to telemedicine, which allows you to have access to doctors 24-7, 365, as little as $29. Wow, that is mm-hmm. a game changer. Now people have access to doctors. It's affordable. They don't have to wait to go see a doctor. They don't have to suffer. Insuring Health was created to do so many things, not only take care of companies as employer plan, but also as an, if you're an independent small business that need insurance for their 1099s as well as W-2s, And as individuals, they go, oh, wow, you know what? I need insurance. You know, having two, three jobs and trying to make ends meet and I have no access to healthcare. And it's a very scary thought. As the innovator of GlassJ, as part of our innovation, you know, with our team, is to solve problems. These are things that are real in marketplace. This is not some fictitious, oh, it happens to someone else. It's happening to everyone. And mm-hmm. so Insuring Health was created for that. The market was created for that. It's to help solve problems of where do I go? Who do I talk to? You know, who can help me? And so our answer is OSJ. OSJ. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, but I know that your passion is not just insure tech and fintech. I know that you have a greater vision for what you want to accomplish away above what we're talking about. So can you share your vision? Sure, absolutely. Beyond insurance and financial, we want to, you know, obviously expand into business services as well. But beyond that is really the mission. Our goal is to create a company that does amazing things to help people's lives, but at the same time, having the means to help those in need, especially women. Women and children, to me, are the, one of the biggest, you know, assets in the world. And I think now globally, they're finally looking, you know, to women as a fantastic asset. They, before, it wasn't that way. But it takes money. It takes a lot of caring people. And that's the, one of the key reasons that our company is full of happy, caring, and kind people. Because we all have the same strive. You know, how do we take our resources? How do we take these amazing, talented people and also share it through the foundation that we want to build? The schools, educations, being able to help women and children out of sex trafficking and slavery. There's so many things in the world that I see that we can do so much together. And, you know, just like in the old adage, I think people have, you know, gotten so used to listening about it takes a village. Yes, it does take a village to even raise a family nowadays. People can't do it, you know, as just a couple. You know, we have to have daycare. We have to have all these, everyone else. And when you think about it, that is a village that you've created. And then at the same time, it takes a village to build a successful business. It's not a talent of one person. It takes many, many, many talents of so many people 
that believe not only in the culture, the vision, the, the company, the mission, and everything else. So we're excited that we will be you know, using our resources not only to help people through GoAskJ, but at the same time, taking those resources and taking it outside and build homes you know, for the veterans and create new job opportunities for the future. Because, I mean, automation is changing things. How do we get involved? How do we be step ahead of that and, you know, make everyone's life a little bit better? That's awesome. I think that's amazing. So tell our listeners how they can get in touch with GoSJ or with you or with both. Oh, absolutely. So our site is very simple. It's GoSJ.com. And we'd love to have as many people come in and, and check us out. And at the same time, we know that we want your involvement in it and feedback. We're also on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and so forth. But what we want is, since our business model is really through our channel partners, we'd love to see if we could connect with corporate partner. We look at them as our marketing and partners that really believe in GoSJ to promote it. Could be corporate, association, nonprofits. We love nonprofits because I think we could do so much to help you create this non-due donations and, and so forth. It's all about promoting us, liking us, and we are super easy to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and the platform is wonderful and it's easy and it's fun to go on and, and check out your score and everything else. So it's very cool. Oh, very thank cool. you so much. I'm excited. Thank you for letting me share my GoSJ. Of course. And thanks for sharing the mic with me because I really do believe that this is a game changer for so many people. And I'm so grateful to be connected with you and working side by side with you and creating something that's bigger than both of us. Oh, absolutely. And it has to be, you know, no company can sustain a legacy if doesn't involve the people. If the people are involved when it comes to, wow, this company cares about me, cares about what happens to me, my future, my family. I think we have a longevity. I think it sounds like another Disney. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Uni. I really appreciate you being here. I know how busy you are. Thank you, Judy. It was so much fun. I hope we we get to do this again. Absolutely. And I want to leave everyone with this quote. Happiness has a domino effect. Aim to be the star. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business, and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now, make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.